So I'm going to start this off by saying that as a human being, I have empathy. I do. I understand that everything is politicized and people take sides on literally every single issue known to man. But in this situation, I do have empathy, right? I'm a human being and I have empathy. I'm just going to put that out there. In saying that, this was the stupidest trade. This is one of the stupidest moves that I've ever seen, ever, right? Brittany Griner, a WNBA player in the United States of America, has been trapped, trapped. She's been in Russia for like the past nine months or so, in prison for like weed or something like that, right? She had weed or like some cartridge with oil in it, cannabis oil, something, right? And they said that she was smuggling drugs and she has been in prison for the past nine or 10 months, and there have been efforts to get her out. But the only way that at least Russia told us that she was coming home is if we did a prisoner swap, basically meaning that we have to now like negotiate with terrorists, right? And that's exactly what we did because we made a trade, right? We traded Brittany Griner for Victor Boot. And before I get into who this guy is, I just want to make something abundantly clear. And I, I really have to state this because of how arrogant we are in thinking that the rest of the world should follow suit in how we operate, right? This was not a wrongful imprisonment, a wrongful detainment, any of that. I know that the White House and every sports outlet and every media outlet is saying that. The U.S. government changed her designation to, quote, wrongfully detained. Being wrongfully detained. Russia is wrongfully detaining Brittany. But that's wrong, right? She went over there and she broke the law. Now, what I will say is that she might have been a political prisoner to a degree and that might have influenced how long that they wanted to sentence her for. But regardless, right, she committed a crime in another country. So her being locked up, her being convicted and sentenced, that was not wrong. There's this weird like aura, if you will, about the West in that we feel like the rest of the world should follow us and how we do what we do. Even though this country is chaotic, and I said this before, it feels like it's imploding on itself. We used to be the example for the world and the largest superpower on the planet. Now we're a joke, and in our state of being a joke, we expect the rest of the world to follow suit. That's why the United States is pissed at Qatar, because they have the World Cup going on right now. But if you go into the stadium with a rainbow shirt on, they're going to ask you to take it off. And this country doesn't like that. So we essentially insult like their way of life because it doesn't line up with how this country does business now. Therefore, it has made it exceedingly easy for people to say she was wrongfully detained or imprisoned. No. Now, the sentence could have been harsh. Yeah, we could say that. But wrong? Not really, right? But even saying it's harsh is hypocritical because I talked about it before on here when I said that there were tens of thousands of people in this country who are in prison for marijuana charges, whether they had it on them, right, whether they caught, got caught for possession. I'm excluding like selling drugs and dealing it to like children or whatnot, like although I'm, I'm just simply talking about possession or smoking it, right? There are tens of thousands of people in prisons in the United States for that crime or some variation of it, yet I haven't heard this large outcry from the White House about 
how these imprisonments are wrong. I haven't heard the White House press secretary talk about how these sentences are harsh, right? Like, it's very hypocritical. So I can only imagine how somebody right now who's in prison for weed feels knowing that this lady has come home and the circumstances surrounding her now being here. But let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about who this guy is, right? And why on earth we thought that it was a good idea to negotiate for the release of her in exchange for him, right? I, I, they probably took about two seconds to decide on this when it was legitimately brought to their desk, whoever they is, right? The government, the powers that be, whatever. But this guy, right? Such a swell guy, right? This dude's name, his nickname is the Merchant of Death. So, you know, just a fantastic guy. It says here that Boot, a former Soviet military officer, was serving a 25-year prison sentence in the United States on charges of conspiring to kill Americans, acquire and export anti-aircraft missiles, and provide material support to a terrorist organization. Boot has maintained his innocence. Of course he has, but they caught him, I think, in, like, Thailand or something like that, and then they got him over here, and if I'm not mistaken... He got convicted in Illinois, but like he was going ham and even 60 Minutes described him as like some like really horrible guy, right? Like th this dude has a track record that far exceeds Brittany Griner and, and any horrible thing she's ever done. Victor Boot, uh, in, in my eyes, um, is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. Without a doubt. So the trade is so lopsided, right? It is crazy that this even went through but am i surprised absolutely not and it's funny the narrative surrounding this whole thing right where Brittany Griner is being painted as an American hero. Like she went over there to complete a mission or fought in the war and got trapped over there and now she's home and you know she is just this martyr basically without the demise. But the issue that i have surrounding this whole thing is that at least from the mainstream media, I haven't seen anybody talk about like her lack of responsibility and how much that actually cost us, right? Her going over there and having what she had on her ultimately cost the United States time and money and resources. And a prisoner who was serving a 25-year prison sentence, in part for conspiring to kill Americans. And not only is he free, he is willing to offer his services to the Russian military again. So, honestly, it just reiterates how horrible of a trait this was. But her lack of responsibility in this situation, it cost a lot. And these media outlets are not talking about it. They're just talking about how, how great of a person she is, which she probably is. I don't freaking know. But, like, they're just bigging her up and, you know, like I said, basically describing her as some American hero. But the irony of the situation is that the real hero, right, the ones that we would attribute that name to, right, people in the military who fight in wars to ensure that our domestic security is on lock. That way we can do things like play basketball without having to worry that a freaking missile is going to come and blow everything up. And the guy that I'm talking about is Paul Whelan. I've talked about him before on here, but he's still over there, right? You never heard Paul Whelan's name until this case. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? And unfortunately, you probably will never hear Paul Whelan's name again unless it's through his family, right, or a close friends or anybody like that. And the only silver lining about the situation, at least 
from a bystander is that it doesn't take rocket science to know why he was left over there and why she was the front runner to come home over somebody like him. And I would tell you, right, even though you already know, it's very obvious, I would tell you, but I'll let Russia, I'll let Russia tell you because they know, right? They they 100% know why he was left and why she came home. And it's crazy how obvious it is because these people are basically telling us what we already know, right? Now, it isn't Russian. So for anybody listening to it, I'm sorry if you don't speak or understand Russian. I will explain it after the video is done. But for those who are watching, it has subtitles. So you can just follow along as Russians school us on why Paul Whelan got left over there and why Brittany Griner has come home instead. Конечно, меня очень позабавило, хотя не удивило, то, что обменяли Бута все-таки на Грайнер, а не на Уилма. Я, во-первых, поздравляю Бута, поздравляю всю его семью. Мы много лет были на связи с его семьей, насколько было это возможно с ним самим, как-то, насколько это было возможно, общались. Это, конечно, огромная радость, облегчение для всех нас, но для всех нас, ладно, что это для семьи, я даже не могу себе представить. Но... То, что его обвиняли, обменяли не на героя разведчика. Не, имперного. Ведь он же разведчик. Уилл, да? да? Он разведчик. Его приняли, Шпион. что называется, при передаче информации на флешке. Он там рассказывал, что это он на флешке хотел. Вот ему должны были фотографии церквей Сергея Посада передать на флешке. Фотографии церквей по отца по друг другу передают. Правда же, как мы берем? Смотри, где я вот был. Для этого, да, для этого флешку не приносит. Вполне себе нормального качества, не хуже, чем на флешке. Он разведчик, ну для нас он шпион, для них он разведчик, то есть герой, он морпех, он увешен орденами. У него одна проблема, две. Проблема первая, три. Проблема три, первая, три. он белый, вторая мужчина, третья, он, судя по всему, все-таки гетера. Знаешь, а это вот сейчас вообще не прощает, это катастрофа. Не, ну Грайнер И как может американскому избирателю дали выбор? Герой, пострадавший на службе Отечеству. Он же по службе пострадал. Герой, увешанный орденами, пострадавший за то, что он работал на свою родину, на США. Или чернокожая лесбиянка, наркозависимая, пострадавшая за какой-то вейп с гашишем. Американский И избиратель... очень известная. Да. Очень известная. То есть в пиаровском плане... Американский избиратель... Выбирает очевидное. И я считаю, что для нас это вторая хорошая новость. Первая хорошая новость, что Бут вернулся. А вторая хорошая новость, что нация, которая до такой степени наплевать на своих героев, что она считает значительно более важным вызволить действительно за дело пострадавшую, Пусть она известная, спортсменка, но неважно. Она признала, что она но она пострадала не за то, что на родине служила, а за то, что она гашиш свой не могла без него там 10 часов обойтись или сколько, да? Вместо того, чтобы вызвали человека, который два года уже сидит на секундочку, и который Родине служил, и за это служить, это о многом говорит. Это много говорит о состоянии этого общества, этих спецслужб и всего того, что имеет отношение к противостоянию геополитическому. So if I was Joe Biden or any government official who was instrumental in facilitating this trade, I would be absolutely embarrassed because... They just basically handed us our asses 
in this video that's like two minutes and some change. Now, like I said, for people who are listening, I will briefly explain it. She essentially said that it was kind of shocking that the United States would work so hard to get Brittany Griner home and not Paul Whelan. Basically describing Brittany Griner as, you know, just a basketball player and Paul Whelan as a decorated Marine who we would look at as a hero because he served our country. But the only reason why Brittany Griner was able to come home as opposed to him is because any of the stuff that I just mentioned about him being a Marine and serving our country, it is absolutely irrelevant to the United States of America simply because we don't hold those factors to as high of a standard as these other ones, which she mentioned, that being diversity and inclusion, right? She explained how despite any of Paul Willen's accomplishments or his occupation being a member of the United States military, that he lost on three counts that were the most important, right? Number one is that he's white and Brittany Griner's black. Number two, uh, He's a man and she's a woman. And then number three, he's heterosexual and she is homosexual or a lesbian, right? So the factors that matter the most to the United States are all are the ones that he failed on, that he could not live up to because he can't change his skin color. And he's a man, not a woman. And to our knowledge, he is attracted to women. So him being a Marine, him serving our country, none of that matters because those aren't things that we, at least the majority in this country, value, at least anymore, right? So the fact that Russia knows this and they are calling it out, it is like troubling and it should be because they know our weaknesses and everyone else in the world knows our weaknesses. That being diversity and inclusion, right? Is Paul Whelan has been over there for four years and we never heard about him until now. Brittany Griner was over there and you heard about it everywhere the first day she got over there and was detained. And it, what it feels like at least of every single day or a few times a week since she's been over there, you've heard about her case, right? Updates on it, efforts to get her home, all of these things consistently. You didn't hear any of that from Paul Willen then and you're not hearing about it now. And I saw this tweet that talked about how, and of course, you know, you have to label people, right? Because we are a society that's built off that. If I don't like you, I'm going to call you a mean name. And then I'm going to put you in this category because it helps me sleep better at night. But I saw this tweet that said, MAGA commentary on Paul Whelan. In 2018, nothing. 2019, nothing. 2020, nothing. 2021, nothing. And then in 2022, not much up until Brittany Griner was released, and then in December of 2022, Biden should be impeached for not bringing him home right now, i.e. Paul Whelan. Now, number one, I, that's a reach because I haven't heard anyone say impeach Biden for not bringing him home. This is just someone who lives off of being blinded by a political ideology. Therefore, they have to exaggerate any opposing viewpoint to put forth their narrative or whatever. And it happens on both sides of the aisle, so I'm not just calling whoever this dude is out. But there are two things that are missing from this tweet. Now, either this person just doesn't know them or purposefully left them out. Number one, any coverage that we've heard of from Brittany Griner or Paul Whelan, it is perpetrated by the media, right? Not government officials. They follow suit. But the media are the ones who put the stories in front of our face. So, yeah, in 2018, all the way up until 2022, 
never hearing of Paul Whelan, that's because the media didn't report on it. Whoever whoever it is, right? Any media outlet did not report on it as they should have. A lot of it, in my opinion, has to do with the fact that he does not fit the bill that Brittany Griner does, right? He is not black. He is not a woman, and he is not LGBTQ. He is a straight white man. That is ground zero for let's never hear that guy again, right? At least in this country. And the second point that's missing is that I don't think, at least I'm not, inherently mad that Brittany Griner is home. It's the negotiating with terrorists, right? And trading terrorists and doing all this crazy stuff that is frustrating to me, especially when the person who we got back was a basketball player, right? So at the very most, if you are going to trade this individual, Victor Boot, back to his home country, despite what he was convicted for, at least make it for the Marine. But realistically, he shouldn't be traded for anyone at all. Considering what he was convicted of, he should be in prison here. And you find a different way to get Paul Whelan home. You take a more aggressive approach. You negotiate different terms that doesn't result in you releasing this man, right? Who clearly has a reputation, i.e. why we've had him locked up in this country for the past decade, in the midst of him serving a 25-year sentence, right? So as I stated at the start of this, and I will reiterate, I am a human being, right? So I have compassion and empathy for Brittany Griner. And at the end of the day, I'm glad she's home because I wouldn't want her or anyone else to be locked up, especially in a different country, for something like marijuana, right? At least, you know, possession of it or smoking it. Even though, like I said, they got her for smuggling drugs, which kind of makes sense, right? She brung it into the country. But still, right, by my standard, and I feel like by a lot of people's hypocritical standards here, that nine years is harsh. And I say hypocritical because of what I said earlier, right? We have thousands of people here locked up for possession or for smoking who are also serving long sentences, but there's no big uproar from the government or anyone who can do something about it, right? No one's making a big fuss like they made about Brittany Griner. But the fact that you traded this man for her, that is what blows my mind, right? That is ab- that is that is absolutely crazy. Everyone knows our weakness now, especially because these news outlets keep describing her as the best of America. If she's the best of America, if people like her or people similar to her are the best of America, well, now that other countries know how to hit us. And this is a problem when we don't hold all Americans in the same light. Like, don't walk around with a shirt that says that my life matters. I don't need anybody to walk around with a shirt that says Black Lives Matter. You're not doing me a favor, right? I already know that. And guess what? Yours does too. So take the shirt off and just acknowledge the fact that we are all people. We are all Americans. So if somebody is over there, right? Even if they committed a crime, right? But we want to help to get them home, then that needs to be the priority. And their gender, their race, their sexual orientation should not take precedent over that. Now, the White House isn't going to come out right and say, well, she takes precedent over Paul Whelan because she is black, gay, and a woman. But they're indirectly saying that by talking about how she is the best of America, because she's a woman, because she's gay, and because she's black. We are all people, right? And if you live in America, we are all Americans. So us having this ranking system, it feels reminiscent of a past time, right? In which certain people were held to a higher regard than others. But just leave yourself a note, right? If you go out the country, if you go somewhere else, 
regardless of your own personal feelings, if you voluntarily go there, do not, do not assume that they look at America as the North Star, right? That they look at America as the guide on how to live life. Although it's great that she's home, this trade was horrible, man. And it's just showing the direction that we're going in, right? We were the number one country in the world, in my opinion. And we're just stooping lower and lower and lower, right? There are numbered rankings, right? And at the very bottom, it's not even a number. It's just the word joke. And we're inching our way closer to that every single day. So next time you go out the country, you go somewhere that is not America. Follow the rules. Don't take American values and try to impose them on other places. Study the laws. Actually be aware of the fact that you are not here and you can just kind of do whatever you want and get away with it because of the color of your skin or your sexual orientation or your gender. Because guess what? You might just find yourself locked up for nine years begging a country you hate to come and save your ass. Thank <laughs> you.